Stevenson University Online is a leader in forensic education for law enforcement, legal, and cyber investigations. If you are preparing for career advancement or career change, investigate our online master's programs in forensic science, CSI, forensic accounting, forensic investigations, and cybersecurity and digital forensics. New online sessions start every eight weeks. No application fee or GRE required. Visit stevenson.edu slash online. What's going on, everybody? I have to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. The best part about it is it's completely free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome into episode 10 of Fired Up. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Fired Up Podcast. My name is Mike Giletto, and joining us as usual is Dom Console. What's up, man? Howdy ho. Uh, you know, it's I, I'm really annoyed that I kind of got to talk about this damn Phillies team for the next hour when there's a Stanley Cup Finals Game 1 going on right now. That kind of sucks. Yeah, first world problems, right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I, mean, I don't even know where to start, but we'll get into the Stanley Cup uh, stuff later because I do want to touch on that. Uh, I think Tampa's up one nothing right now, so we'll talk about that a little later. Um, the Phillies are up last time I checked for the two, but like I'm starting to not care about this Phillies team. They're just they're just doing that to me. Yeah, I haven't cared for like a month. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, I've been like keeping up with it, but do I honestly? I really don't remember the last time I watched the whole game. From yeah. like start to finish, it's bad. It, it's probably been a while. Um, I just don't understand. Like, I've I've been the you know me. I've been the biggest defender, and like maybe I've been really hopeful that they could like turn this thing around, and they just haven't. Like, they've been worse. <laughs> yeah, no, they they're they, well. I don't know if they've been worse, but they've definitely been the same. Um, you know, just coming out and with lead, like, same thing as last year too. Like just coming yeah. out with the lead and then just blowing it, the bullpen blowing it. I mean, they're, they're, the they're this same team. It's been the bullpen. The bullpen's been atrocious. I mean, I, I just, it's just been a bad week. And it's not like they're playing anybody great. I mean, it's, it's just games against the division and the, the division stinks it as, as it is. And you, they lost what, three or four to the Nationals, something like that. Or no, did they split with the Nationals? I think they might've split with the Nationals. They lost three, two. They lost 13, 12. Yeah, with that and, game, yeah, they that split. Game. No, no, they lost two in a row. What did they play? What did they play? Two game series? Or three? No, no, we we on the dock. We just have um two because that was the last week or whatever. I they played that, uh, right. I believe. But um, so yeah, no, that thirteen to twelve game was really infuriating because they had what like two or three multiple like four or five run leads that they just kept blowing. I mean, it was yeah. bad. it was horrible. Um, yeah, and against against like a like a subpar team, like a bad team like they're not washington's really not that good like, no they've they've been home. yeah and the nationals have been decent like over the last little bit but right last couple weeks yeah but they haven't played anybody like you look at their roster and i read up today that they're i think they're a bottom three team in the league when it comes to uh playing teams over 500 
uh, playing teams that are okay. over 500. So they, they just, they've just been beating bad opponents recently. And the Phillies are one of them. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and then, and then on, I mean, first off, the series got off to, or not all got off to a worse start, but it's, uh, the series got weird once, you know, the whole, the whole thing with the, the Max Scherzer dropping it, basically trying to drop his pants on the mound. God, that was wild. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Are, are we going to get into that? Sure. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> why are they, why, why are these pitchers? And not just him. It's the guy from Oakland. It's, I think it was Oakland, right? Did you see uh, that did, where he like dropped his pants? Yeah, he, he, literally, he literally dropped his pants. Yeah, like why are they being such little bitches about oh, no. it? Like I don't okay. get it. Like I, I don't blame them because, I, like at this point, the it's it's been it's been handled very poorly by the MLB. It's been handled very. But what else did you expect? Sure. And at this point, the pitcher saying, "All right, you this is your fault. This is a mockery. I'm also going to make it a mockery. I'm going to embarrass the MLB." By by doing by doing this by dropping my pants, you know, at, at the pitcher's mound, you know, in front of a you know a full back place. I just yeah, on national TV, it's just great. I, I think it's fantastic. When he when I he mean, started, it, when Scherzer started reaching for his belt, I almost lost it. It was hilarious. It was great. Yeah, man, I it, it's 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 look like I understand like getting 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 to the point where like like I just said like it's it's based. I mean, we we're not not that we expect it, but like I don't know like. The, the the this this league is probably the worst of the top of the four major major um leagues or or major sports major four sports in America like of, of like trying to get the game I guess out there and I I just think this is worse like I just think it's only hurting the game even oh more. it's it's terrible for the game like I I or at least the whole the whole sticky stuff situation is is bad well, for the game but like. Just, well, not not even that. I I just think that the way that they're approaching this and the way that like like because oh, my 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 intentions or my my idea that I had or or my I don't I don't even know the word but when I read that they were gonna start doing this I thought it was gonna be in between innings I didn't think we were gonna like actually have to like take time out of the game to like watch this you know I what think, I mean like I thought I it was gonna be in was... between innings and it was gonna still you know not be as slow I think that was supposed to be the plan. But then you have Girardi saying, "Oh, he's touching his head a lot. He's touching his hair." His well, he's hat. got a point. So something must be on there. But well, Scherzer also just sweats like an animal. Um, so, but so, but when Girardi says that, what is the ump supposed to do? The ump supposed to be like, "All right, I well, guess I got to check him." So that's why that's but that led to the the um the checking him mid game or mid play. So, are are you familiar with the rule at all? Like specifically. Uh, in what way like the wording of the word i don't know the word no, no no so so a lot of people in the media a lot of former players a lot of current players i know kershaw came out and said something um about girardi and how you know he's not allowed to do this and he shouldn't do this and blah 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 and he's only trying to get in scherzer's head and piss him off and this that and the other the the manager's not allowed to challenge or or i guess ask the, the umpire i mean i guess he technically is but if if so scherzer was touching his hat yeah. So with suspicion, I guess, or or if you see somebody doing something suspicious, you're allowed to tell the umpire, "Hey, can we check him? He's being a little suspicious here." And if the umpire agrees to it, you're the you know the umpire's allowed to do it. So right. I, I just don't understand the narrative of this media that like Gerard and I'm not a Girardi fan, really, honestly. But yeah, like, we'll get to him in a second. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the narrative of like, 
oh, well, he's just trying to do this, that and the other. And like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like he, he did the he did what was in the rule book. That's in the rule book. If he, Absolutely. If he looks suspicious yeah. and the umpire thinks he also looks suspicious after touching his head or his glove or his dick. I don't even know whatever the fuck he does. But <laughs> whatever, whatever he does, if he looks suspicious, like you're allowed to say to the umpire, hey, can we check him? And if the umpire agrees to it, what's why is Girardi the asshole? Right. No, he's not. I'm just I'm just saying that. No, I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm no, saying no, no. the media is saying that. Right. Well, the media like Kershaw, good. even the former players, good. current players. Yeah. The What's media, that? The media is going to say dumb shit regardless. You just got to know that. Right. Yeah, I, I understand. But but it's like it's just like it, it just it just feeds into the Philadelphia narrative. Like oh, the, for sure. the, the, the the oh, look at Philly again. Like it just it right. just feeds into that and it pisses me off. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. But um. So yeah, so after they they finish that series up with Washington, they they head they head to New York to play the Mets, and one of the I don't want to even say one of the worst games, but one of the frustrating games because you finally see, you finally get a great fantastic game out of Aaron Nola, you know he he throws ten strikeouts in a row, uh, ties an MLB record. Last time it was done was like what nineteen. 19- 30 something 1950 something was it tom siever yeah tom siever was the 50s and 60s okay yeah so l- last time i've done since then just second player ever to do it uh going going to the going into the, was the ninth right yeah going into the ninth up yep. one nothing and just the the bullpen strikes again i mean alvarado blew it and it's just it's just the same song and dance with this team it just really is so here's the pro, and I'm not going to get specifically into this game, but I think the and but it has to do with this game is that I think the problem with the Phillies is that they came to this year, they gave look, and I love JT. I think he's the best catcher in baseball. I think he, he's worth what, what he's paid. But you went in, you went out in the free agency, you 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 brought back JT, you you brought back DD, and like you like you you didn't you didn't do anything to fix anything else, like. You well, just they, you just brought old guys back, and it's just like I like what what the hell is DD even do? Like I, he he's been in, in in Lehigh Valley or wherever the fuck he's been for like fifty days now, like and it's just not getting better. And it's like I don't know. You just you bring back guys that you probably shouldn't have brought back, and you should have used that money to go t- towards I don't know a center fielder or, or back back end of the, back end of the bullpen kind of guy. Like I don't know. Yeah, I mean they they tried with signing an Archie Bradley, but like. He's not a closer, though. They knew no, that. Not. No, that's They're, true. They need not. a closer. They need a closer. And well, the sure. last three yeah. years, we've seen Naris is not the closer. He does right. this every year. He does this every year where, sure. oh, well, maybe he can be the guy. And then once he gets that, once he gets people talking about, oh, he can be the guy, he fucking blows it. Yeah. Every yeah. year for three years remember, in a row. I don't remember the exact stat. Um, I saw it the other day, but they're like 50% in save opportunities. They've had like 35 and I think they've, I think they've, <laughs> they've blown literally like half of that. It's been bad. And then, and then my favorite part is like Alvarado. You okay? You said he's the closer. Why can't a closer pitch two days in a row? Right. You're only pitching one it's inning. Technically, the closer. Right. Right. <laughs> and I, I know, I know what happened with the one nothing lead. But still, you're you're gonna come out and say this guy's my closer. Neris is no longer the closer. And then the next day or two days later, you bring out Neris to close a game. Right. It, it, what, what, what is that? What is that sending to your team? What is that saying? To, what's that saying to your team? What's that saying to your fans? What's that saying to your bosses in the organization? Like, it says that you, don't, you don't have confidence. Yeah, and you don't have a closer. Right. The, the, game, right. the game I guess you're talking about is the game on when was that Saturday? Saturday. You yep. scored. You scored two runs against Degrom, which nobody does. <laughs> like right. nobody. Literally, does. nobody <laughs> scores two runs against Jake Degrom. Um, and you go, you go into the ninth up three two. Next thing you know. 
Panera strikes again and you lose that game. Yeah, it's frustrating. Like, uh, loads the bases and then I don't even remember what happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think, even uh, like. Uh, yeah, and he lost blending together. And yeah. like, I think that that might have been the game. It was either that game or the game before it, where I just I was done. I'm I'm fed up with this team. I just don't care anymore. I, just, I think it was I, that game. I I tweeted you. I yeah. said they fucking stink. Yeah, that's and, right. I do remember that. It was that yeah, game. It was Saturday. And yeah. I stopped gone. It was it was bases loaded, and he gave up. Um, I think it was one out, and he gave up a sack fly to center field, and they scored. And uh, or or you he. I forget how they tied it. It was they were they were up three two bases loaded in their outs. The Mets tie it, and then um, Lindor comes up. He, I think he gets out. He pops out or or strikes out, and then the next at bat they they line line sack fly to center field and they score. And right. it's just it's just frustrating. Like yeah, it, it's just the same song and dance every week, every right. day, every year. Yeah, they you stink. Three, yeah, you have a three two lead going in the ninth in a game that you know you were up against Jake Degrom. Like you got to win that. Exactly. And it's a division game against the right. first place team. Right. Now they're in fourth place. Right. I think exactly. the Phillies. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they're right around there. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then after that game, I, I want to get your opinion on this, on this quote. You have a gem of a quote from Reese Hoskins. Um, after, after the loss on Saturday, he says, don't forget to write about the good things too. What good things? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh so i guess he's he's kind of like the ben simmons right like of the phillies that's i've heard that comparison i, yeah. I really have. yeah he's just like this guy that like you just you think is going to be good and like you want him to be good but he just he's just not like he's just not a good baseball player i'm sorry i said it no i think they they should just fucking cut bait with this whole team and just move this team to fucking kansas city i don't know oh we're talking about moving them that's where yeah. you're at with this franchise you yep. just want to move them Yep. Yeah, no, he just hasn't been good offensively or defensively. I mean, well, well, I, I don't remember what game it was where he dropped he, he dropped a ball at uh, at first base, right? But, I think it was the one nothing game. Was it the one nothing game? I believe yeah. so. Yeah, with the the Nola game, I assume you're talking about. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. He just hasn't been he hasn't been good as because and which is frustrating because I mean I know you said it earlier you know weeks ago when he got off that hot start in in April, you're like this is who he is. He gets hot and then he disappears. Like, and then he gets hot again in September. Right. Much. He right. does this every year. But unfortunately, they're going to be out by then. Right. And they're going to be out way before then. It's just that's that's the type of player he is. He starts off hot and he finishes and he ends hot. And it's just it, the in between the five months in between, he stinks. Yeah. And you can't have that. No. No, you got to be. Especially considered. out of your first baseman, like who doesn't even hit for power really anymore. Right. Yeah. So it's, I, it's just, it's, it's, just, a mess just all, it's just a mess all the way around. And then I don't remember what game. Harper said it, but he basically said, like, we got nothing in the farm system. We basically have nothing to trade away. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Like, what? Like, Isn't what? that scary? Yeah. They, they're your star player that's here for the next 11 years, making $30 million a year. Like, he's saying, he's saying we got nothing. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, dude, I saw that on Twitter and I retweeted it and I said, or quote tweeted it and I said, ha 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 ha. Like, <laughs> it, it's comical at this point. It really is a shit show. It re- it's, it's really is. I don't understand. Like, I, it, and I'm not even going to give that much shit to Dombrowski yet because it's only been one year, but like the Phillies have, a, a, and I guess he's bringing these guys back like DD because he thinks that they could have competed this year and, and maybe they still are, you know, with the, with the little... lineup they have, they should be able to compete. They should. Well, I don't even know. I really don't. With the offensive firepower, they should be able to compete. They don't really have a bench, but like they should be able to at least compete with the starting lineup offensively. Now, right, but, but they, they may complete 
like they shit the bed completely when it comes to the pitching and the bullpen. I get that, but the lineup itself, they should be able to compete. I think that's the expectation. I, and I don't disagree with that at all, really. But it's more the fact that like, why? Like, let DD walk, right? Say, let's let's just let's just go back to like December, right? Let DD walk. You bring in another shortstop that could play defensively. You don't even need him to hit that much. You let him play defensively, and then you go get a center fielder. Like, well, they, they would have, you they rather have... have a decent shortstop? Like, DD is really not good defensively, but would you rather have a decent defensive shortstop who can hit a little bit versus and, and having a nice center fielder versus having a very a, a good hitting shortstop who sucks defensively but having no center fielder? They, and I know Odubel. I know the year right. Odubel's having, yeah. but. They had that. They had that shortstop a couple years ago, and they got rid of him too early. Who's he's turned, he's turned into a hell of a player, JP Crawford. It's probably yeah, maybe. I I don't. I mean, he's, it's he's, been he's, such a small, successful, small sample size yeah. so far. But he's he's not. I'm not saying he's a great hitter, but he's really, really good defensively. He is very and, good defensively. Yeah, and and he's got a decent bat. So they they, they pay. You know, I don't even remember what they gave up. What they gave. What they got the the Segura. Was it was? Oh, that was the mm-hmm. Segura trade. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it, that that's the guy that right there that you're saying that's great defensively and has a little bit of a bat. And then and then you got this kid Bryson Stott coming up at shortstop. Oh, yeah, they, just draft, they just drafted him what two years ago or last year? Yeah, two two or three years ago. Oh, was um, that the year? It might have been the year before Boom, possibly. No, I think it was the year after Boom. After Boom, okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was about two years ago. So it might have been 2019. Yeah. So you have this Bryson, this kid Bryson Stott, who's probably not a top MLB prospect but he, he's up there for the Phillies and like you know he he's 20 I think he's 22 he's a college player um and like now you have DD for two years and it's like now what do you do with him like do you go out and get a guy like Trevor Story and then what do you do with Stott and then what do you do with 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 DD it's just that's that's I like DD a lot I think he's a good guy I think he's a good hitter especially in this ballpark but like what are you gonna? What do you do? What are you doing with shortstop? Like there, there have been rumors that they're gonna go after Trevor Story. There's, there's, they have this stock kid in the minors. Like now but you have three shortstops. Isn't that kind of the same thing that they've been doing that we say they shouldn't be doing is buying all this talent instead of like trying to actually develop players? Right, but they can't develop players, so you have to go buy the players. Right, but back, but I know you mentioned his name a little bit ago. Is Dombrowski? Like, and yeah, it's only been one year, but like. Him coming in was supposed to like give stability to the Philadelphia Phillies franchise. I would argue this it couldn't be more dysfunctional than it is right now. Well, yeah, I mean it, it's I really hard to one year, but right, well, it's really hard to to do that after you know yeah. to examine that after a year or not even a year yet, a half a year, right? But still, he's supposed to bring stability in, and it's been the opposite. Not saying right. it's and, on him, but and you know what the scary part about that. The scary part about that is, so he's known to be this aggressive GM, this aggressive right. executive, and now you have Bryce Harper. What he said earlier in the week or last week, whatever, that I don't know if we're going to be able to do anything. Right. So, like, what does that tell you? Like, your your star player, like, you just brought in this this big executive, and now your star player saying this, like, does he not have confidence in him? The Harper does Harper not have confidence in Dombrowski? Um, I I don't know if that's some not having confidence in Dombrowski or that's not. Or that, or that's just a shot at the the previous, the previous regime, previous regime, right? The the Clintac. Well, I mean, he's I'm, still there. I, mean, I know he's still there, and he's pr- still probably running the shot, uh, running the show. But maybe that's just a, a, a dig at him, saying, "Dude, you you brought nothing in here. Like we have nothing because of you." And maybe I'm reading too much into that, but it's it's just a wild thing for for your franchise guy to say. 
And it's it's and people on Twitter, man, like they're tr- they're already trading them. Bryce Harper. Harper. But not not in the sense because he's bad, but because we can actually get something for him and we're not going to be good while he's here, which that's the ultimate low of Philadelphia. Yeah. You that's, know. that's probably a different argument for a different day. Right. But like, I mean, yeah, you obviously get a ton for Bryce Harper, but uh, two or three years into that deal, I mean, you shouldn't be looking to trade him. Like, right. And, and then but now you're hoping that he doesn't want to leave, especially after those comments. Right. Yeah, I mean, I know he's got the no trade clause and the no move clause. Like that stuff can all be waived, so maybe that's not really a big, a big issue. But yeah, I just don't know what you do. I mean, because there's so many holes. That that's the thing. There's so many holes. By now, you've probably seen ads about water contamination at Camp Lejeune everywhere on TV, social media, and probably even following you around on the internet. The water at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune was contaminated with toxic chemicals for more than three decades. It is not rare for people who drank this water for an extended period of time to develop severe illness, including kidney cancer, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, leukemia, liver cancer, bladder cancer, birth defects, Parkinson's, and more. A new law called the PACT Act allows victims of poisoned water to seek repayment for their medical costs. What those other ads don't tell you is that because the PACT Act is a fresh law, it is important to find an attorney who understands the new claims forms. There is limited time to file your Camp Lejeune claim, so you need a lawyer who can get it right the first time. The experienced team of attorneys at SickMarine.com is ready to file your claim. They will fight for you and won't take no for an answer. To file your claim and to have your case prioritized, sign up at SickMarine.com. And I know McCutcheon's been playing really well in left field, but it's left field, it's center field, it's shortstop, it's first base, it's third base, it's pitching, starting pitching, bullpen, closing. Like it's it's a long list. Yeah. Like they can't top of not being able to to draft guys. Right. They can't compete in a division that stinks. I mean Right. Well that's just a Philadelphia thing. That's true. Yeah. That's just not that's not a Phillies thing. Right. We'll we'll deal we'll deal (laughs) with that with the Eagles this year, I'm sure. Right. (laughs) So um what else do we have for and then okay, so the the Phillies did win Sunday. Throw throw a win in there for shits and giggles. Um and then that's pretty much it. They're, they're up to the Reds, I think. Last I checked, I lied. I lied. They were up four to two. They're now losing six to four. Are you kidding me? Yep. I don't know who left. Literally, when we started this episode, they were up four to two. Yep. And now they're yep. Now they're down six four. Which is literally like we literally started like ten minutes ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think we're about we're we're about twenty almost twenty one minutes in. Uh, okay. So still. <laughs> still. Yeah. Still bad. I just I just don't understand. Um, the, anything else Phillies wise before we move on? I mean, I know there was this one this one thing. I don't know how much you want to really get into it. The Seattle Mariners um, pitcher Hector Santiago is the first player to get cracked with his foreign substance uh, rule, and it was, it was just a wild scene. They put his like glove like like took it away. They put it in a little like Ziploc baggie off offer. You know, uh, it's yeah. good. I right, fuck him. Why? Fuck everybody that cheats. I hate fucking cheaters in baseball. <laughs> yeah, but they've been doing it for hundreds of years. Yeah, I don't care. Don't get caught. That's you know? that's the key. That's the. It's really the key is everybody cheats. They've been doing it for a hundred years, but like, don't just don't get caught. Like that's what it is. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to be an asshole. <laughs> well, you don't have to try very hard for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can move on. Because did you have anything? I mean, I, the the only thing I have written down here is 
Harper, I guess I could talk a little bit about Harper. Um, Harper was hurt again for a couple of days. He's back in the lineup tonight. Does he is he injury prone? Does he have an injury problem? Because he seems like he's missing an awful lot of games. No, I don't think he has an injury problem. I think that uh, the Phillies just have a really fucking terrible, um, like, training staff just in Philadelphia in general. So no, I'm, I'm legitimately like a- no, no. I'm legitimately convinced that like Philadelphia is cursed. Like I, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, <laughs> like just all Philadelphia. Like if you come to Philadelphia, you're gonna get hurt. So like I, you and yeah. you can't even you can't even like um convince me otherwise really and it's supposed to be like a top city for you know medicine isn't it fuck yeah <laughs> what's going on here um sorry i just didn't know if, if you thought he had an injury problem because it, i don't think so he, he's missed a lot of games this year i and mean it's just this year yeah i feel like he's not been off and on but he's he's been hurt the last couple too he, he's had maybe not long days but he's missed a few games here a few games there right and it's tough to play 100 and it is 62, uh, 62 so yeah for sure i almost said right. 82 again yeah i know well it's because <laughs> basketball are both 82 right so right buying them the ones the 182 yeah right sense. um all right so let's move on we don't have much eagles news to talk about um other than the nfl announced the approval of alternate helmets for teams wearing throwback uniforms and that starts in 2022 um well, it's actually they actually changed it um, it's okay. no longer throwback. It's actually uh, they did it today. I think they okay. changed it from they changed it from throwback to alternate. So if your if your alternate jersey is a throwback, then technically it is a throwback. But they changed the wording from throwback, which they had two or three days ago, to alternate today. So if you so if you don't have an alternate that's a throwback, you can't do it. Basically. No, you can. That's what I'm okay. saying. Like, so okay. like if the so the Eagles black jersey, they could essentially come up with a helmet this year. It doesn't have to be a throwback. Originally, it was said throwback helmet. Now they changed it to alternate helmet. So, so it can be a throwback because I, I know everybody loves the. Kelly it could be a throwback. It could be yeah. It could be a throwback. It could be an alternate. It could be whatever. You know. Yeah. There's no label basically. Right. It's just it's just an alternate. Yeah, I, helmet. I'm not. I'm not really a big jersey or helmet or. So it doesn't really affect me. I don't really care. But do you have any? No, sort I love. Of I yeah. I I like jerseys. I I like cool jerseys. I like. I I love how the NBA and I like how the NHL did it this year. Um, just adding, you know, some kind of special touch. Um, you know, the NFL does it every couple of years. So you know, I I'm not a fan of the Kelly Green. I mean, it's fine if they wear it once or twice, but I I don't want them to switch to the Kelly Green at all. Like like permanently. Yeah, I I think I think I don't know what the infatuation is with Kelly Green. Personally, like it's okay, it's whatever. But like, yeah, they didn't have a ton of success in Kelly Green, like really hardly at all. Right, it's, uh, that's it why I don't to one Super Bowl. Right, I don't understand really the allure of the Kelly Green. I don't, I don't get. Yeah, it. they went to one Super Bowl and obviously lost, and and ever since then it's been you know the the face of the Kelly Green is probably um uh, Randall Cunningham, and like even he was injury prone here, and like Jaworski didn't do anything really. Uh, Aside from going to that one Super Bowl and losing, but really, like, I mean, like the greatest probably Kelly Green player was either Chuck Benderek or um, Harry Carm- Harry Carm- Harold Carmichael or Randall. I mean, we've had much more success in the last 20, 25 years. Oh, of, absolutely. Yeah. Of, of the of the Midnight Green. So, yeah, especially the, the whole Andy Reader. I know he gets a bad rap anymore, but like, I mean, that whole era was probably the, other than the Super Bowl year, but that, that whole era, Andy Reed era was probably the best in Eagles history. Yeah, ninety nine to two thousand twelve. So, for sure. All right, and then um, anything else Eagles wise? 
Uh, I don't think so. I just patiently waiting. That's it. Um, patiently waiting for was, for football. Yeah, there was there was video, uh, you know, on Twitter, Jalen Hurts and and Devontae Smith working out together. So you know, I, I'm getting yeah. excited. I'm getting excited for Eagles football. Hey, I, but 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 I don't want it to be like the whole Ben Simmons thing, where like in the off season we're getting all excited, and then like yeah. when the season comes, it's just terrible. Because obviously, we, there's two guys without any any defenders out there, or, or you know, any pass rush. So you know, but it's cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it matters what you do come come game time. But I, I'm just excited for Eagles football. I don't even. I mean, yeah, I care if they stink. Is I want to. I was about to say that, but like. Win or lose, I'm just excited to watch, I'm excited to watch Eagles football. Yeah, man, Eagles football, fantasy football, everything. Yeah, I uh, just fall. Fall just a great time of year. Really, yep. Falls, yep. Falls, absolutely. Falls. It le- um, and it leads into to Thanksgiving, which is my favorite day of the year. There you go, football family. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, food, the three F's. Absolutely, yeah. Football family. Yeah, you know, that leads three into Christmas. Put that on a T-shirt. Let's, you know, yep. <laughs> the three F's. Uh, <laughs> so, sticking to football though, there was. A clip of uh, Tom Brady, uh, we saw this, on an episode of The Shop, which he's going to make his way into this fucking podcast, even though it's not about him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a LeBron James run show. I don't know if he produces it. It's his show, though. Um, on yeah. HBO. But um, Tom Brady. He's in it, too. Is he in it? Okay. I, I, yeah. I, I've never watched it. It's actually um, not a bad show. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's LeBron James. So fuck him. But I mean, it depends out. who's on the show. Like every episode's different. Every episode right. has, has yeah. different people. It depends who's on it. But like, usually it's actually not half bad. I'm not going to lie. Okay. But he, uh, but so Tom Brady had the quote here says, there, there's one team and they weren't very interested at the end, or they weren't interested at the very end. And I was thinking, you're sticking with that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know. I, you know, there was an article, and I don't remember who it was. That's that there was apparently people reached out to like some sources to see if who they thought it was, and I forget who it was. I can look it up now. So if, who who do you think it is? I think it's San Francisco. Jimmy J. But it's yeah, but it's tough because they were just they were just coming off a Super Bowl wait or Super Bowl appearance, right? Was that that year? Uh, yeah. Was that the year? Yeah. So they're just coming off a Super Bowl appearance. So how do you? How do you uh, how do you move on from a quarterback? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I, obviously Brady's Brady and Garoppolo's not very good, but in my opinion. Okay, so but, like, so this is the article. Some in league circles believe the Raiders are the Tom Brady mystery team. Really, the Raiders? Yeah. Okay. I see. It's either it's either it's one of of three teams. So the the four teams that were interested in him, or five teams really, were Tampa, obviously, um, the Raiders the Bears, and the Niners. So my guess was either the Niners or the Bears, and the Chargers were too, but they they, they were drafting a quarterback, so it didn't matter. So how he wasn't okay, going to was say that. Was that the year they drafted Herbert? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I don't think it's the Chargers because they were going to draft a quarterback anyway. So that that takes them out of it. The Bucks obviously are out of it because he, that's where he wind up going. So it's to to me it was either the Niners, the Bears, the Raiders. So that's pretty interesting that it that it probably was the Raiders. I, that's what it sounds like. I mean, Derek Carr. Yeah, I, I don't know how you. I mean, he actually had a decent year this year, if I remember, or this past year, if I remember correctly. But yeah. either, either either him or Tom Brady. I mean, go with Tom Brady. Right. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then and then, but like, but like that's the thing is like now that I'm thinking about it, the Niners it probably wasn't the Niners because like I said, they were coming off a Super Bowl appearance, and then so then you got the Bears and the and the 
and the Raiders. So then why would he want to go to Chicago in the cold? So yeah, maybe it is the Raiders. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just playing detective. It's fine. We we can keep going. Let's just let's just have a whole board here, and we can you know we we can figure it out if we sit down long enough. Um, <laughs> Sorry, right, we're the explorer. Yeah. Before we get into the Sixers, because there actually is a decent amount that I wanted to talk about with the Sixers. Let's uh, let's bring this back. We're gonna do it again. This whole trivia. Oh thing. boy, we're, my favorite part. Uh, listen, it's fine. Uh, I just let's just get it over with, and I should have opened it with. <laughs> I should have opened with it so it could just be out of the way. Ah, uh, well, uh, for, for anybody keeping track at home, I'm four for ten, so I'm I'm forty percent better than Ben Simmons at the foul line. So there's that. I mean, it's not hard to do, but <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> All right, it's guys. Not. So, so you, from listening the last couple of weeks, you know, you know, when you hear the question, maybe just pause. Um, you know, maybe answer the question and then and then hit the play button back. So we, we know that we know the, the, the routine. Absolutely. Um, I'm not I'm not going to lie. I do have a Sixers trivia in here for you. Oh, shit. All right. OK. Go All ahead. right. So we got one Sixers. We got two Eagles uh-huh. and two Flyers. Uh, let's start with the Sixers. Let's get because fuck the Phillies. Uh-huh. So, OK, so you want the Sixers first? Yeah. Unless you had some sort of order you wanted to do these. In. No, no, no. No, it's okay. up to you. Yeah, let's get the Sixers. One. All right. So. All right, the Sixers question. Can you name at least four of the 10 jerseys, 10 jersey numbers that are retired by the 76ers? There's 10. There's 10 jerseys that are retired. Actually, there's an 11th, but it's not a jersey. It was a microphone from um, one of their pl- their like play-by-play guys or whatever I've never heard of. So technically, there's 11, but there's 10 I, players. I can think you of can one. name four of them. I can think of one. You can, um, honestly, you could probably, th- if you can't get the at least four, I don't know if you've been born. I don't know if you've like. I'm not a Sixers fan. I'm not a Sixers fan. Yeah, I mean, but you know these four guys. Wilt's number one. Okay. Wait. What do you mean? Well, no. He, he, well, he's he's the first one that came to my mind. Is what I meant. Uh, okay. All right. So he's yeah. number thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let's go AI. Just think of the next three. Yeah, I was gonna say just next. Think of the next three great Sixers. Think of the so AI. AI's number three. Is retired. So that's two out of four. Uh huh. I I I don't know if I. I'm sure there's some that are escaping my mind. Absolutely. I have I have no. I'm drawing a blank. Just let me know when you're when you when you give up. This is gonna haunt me. Like I'm just not a Sixers fan. This this is this is rude that you threw this question in. <laughs> this, this is this isn't even fair. I had to. Uh yeah, I've I've no idea. And like I'm I've heard of them that they're like well known. Yeah. Okay, do you want me to give them to you? Or we can come back to this question. Nah, just give them to me. We're, all right, so or so podcast here. So do you want me to give them all or do you want me to give the next two that you should get? Uh give me the next two. That's fine. All right. Dr. J. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's number six. And Charles Barkley, 34. I should have got Dr. J. Yeah, yeah. You should have okay. got Barkley too. Oh, yeah, I should have got Barkley. Malone is number two. Bobby Jones is twenty-four. Billy yep. Cunningham. I should have got. That. I'm sorry. Number ten, Mo Cheeks. Yeah, no, I got you. Uh huh. And number four, I've never heard of the guy. He played in the forties. Dolph Shays. Oh, I know him. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Your mother's asked you now. <laughs> all right. I can't hold. I can't believe I didn't get. All right. No. Um, yeah. I, you're. You stink. I don't. That was. How do you awesome. not get Charles Barkley and Doctor J? I, I, I'm telling. You, I never watched. They're literally show. the top four greatest Sixers of all um, time. I'm aware. Go ahead, continue. All right, which one do you want next? You want the Eagles or the Flyers? Uh, let's give me the Eagles. Uh, all right, it's, I'm gonna go. This one's o- an interesting one. I'm gonna go O for again, aren't I? Go 
Go ahead. Okay. Actually, before before I get into this question, there's a little bit of theme here. Um, it's lists. So okay. so we just I, so like like the Sixers, it was a list of guys. So um, we'll 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 go with the next list All for right. the Eagles. So the Eagles had eleven of twelve. I'm sorry. The Eagles had eleven picks, first round picks in the last twelve years during the Howie Roseman era, GM era, whatever, since 2010. Can you name five of the 11 first-round picks from um, 2010 to 2021? I don't know if I can hit them in order for you, but you got... No, 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 just any order, anywhere. Lane, Lane Johnson. Okay, that's one. She needs Carson, five out of 11. Carson Wentz. Okay. Malcolm Smith. No. He, he wasn't a, was a first-round pick? That's not his name. Ma, Ma, isn't that his name? No? No. Yes, it is. Yes, no, it it's is. not. No, it's not. <laughs> you got the last name right. It's not Malcolm. No. There's literally the line, fucking the seven other guys on here that... The, no, it's yeah. not Malcolm. Who the fuck... Am I thinking of a Malcolm Smith, though? No, I've never heard of a Malcolm Smith. All right, whatever. Just forget about him. There's literally seven I other guys that are on the, still on the I team. understand. Relax. <laughs> patience i have a shit memory. we don't have all night no we don't um okay so that's Devontae smith obviously okay so what do, we, what do we got so far lane johnson johnson wentz and smith okay yep um i think who, they, who did they pick last year why don't i remember because he's not a very memorable guy Probably not. No. Oh, Rager. Yep. Okay. So right, you need four. one more. I need one. I need one more, and I get this question wrong. All right, I'm gonna be here for the next 45 minutes then, because there's no way I'm getting this question wrong. Um. So seven of the eleven are still on the team. Really? Yes. Uh. So Urch is a second round pick, so it's not him. Correct. Um. He was the first pick in the second round, I believe. Was he? Yep. Um, they moved up for him. Right. That was the Lane Johnson year. I'm. I'm. We're not leaving here until I get this. Uh. Right. <laughs> so talk amongst yourselves. Don't be typing back there. I'm not. I swear. I'm not. Um. Uh huh. I swear. That I was her typing. No, that was my mouth making noises. Um. You said there was a Smith. There was a Smith. I feel like I got this question right. Who was? No, Smith? it's it's not Malcolm. It's I guarantee you, it is no, not but Malcolm. There is a, but there is a Smith. Yes. Oh my god. And he's probably the worst fucking player on this. Probably. I feel like I got this question right. No, you didn't. You didn't get his first name right. Dave, Mike, Alan. No. I don't fucking know. Think of uh, somebody else. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying here. There's seven players here. Yes, that there's seven current players still on the team. Yes. People listening to this are going fucking nuts right now. <laughs> yeah, because you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> I've taken I've taken 20 minutes to answer this question. You know, we'll go, we'll go back to it. We'll give, give, give oh me, my god! Give me the other questions. We'll go back, right. we'll go back to that. Do you want Flyers or the other Eagles? Uh, the other Eagles. All right. So in 2007, the Philadelphia Eagles went eight and eight on a mediocre 500 season. There was one bright standout in the receiving game. 
This player led the team in receiving yards. Who was that player? What year was this? 2007. I can give you the yards if you want. 2007. Do you want the yards? Sure. I thought probably not going to help me. But Now, 1,110 yards. Um, 2007. I'm going to go. I don't think it's it because I don't think he wasn't here yet. Uh, God <laughs> damn it. I suck at trivia. That's what we've learned from this. That's what we've learned. I, I, I dread this segment every week. But you uh, keep telling me to give it. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, I give the people what they want. Yeah, the people, just one person. I'm gonna go with it's not it's not right. Deshaun Jackson, incorrect. Jerry Macklin's my other guess, but I don't think he was here. No, he was. Um, Deshaun was 08, drafted in 08. Macklin oh. was drafted in 09. I don't. So the answer is White Jesus, Kevin Curtis. I never. Who, I, I never would have guessed Kevin. You no, it's unbelievable. You could give me a hundred guesses. I never would have said him. It's unbelievable. I don't. I I don't understand how it's possible. Yeah, but, I never. I never would have got <laughs> that again. I was thinking maybe like Dante Stallworth or something. Yeah, 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 but it was Kevin Curtis or even Jason Avant. Like, I knew Jason Avant was like a slot receiver, right? But still, yeah. like, I just Kevin yards. Curtis is unbelievable. Nah, fuck that. It's That's an unbelievable year by him. A he like six question. or eight touchdowns. Yeah, you're a bullshit question. A bullshit question. You're a bullshit question. You can't name one fucking guy from the first round picks since 2010. Fucking seven of them are on the same on the team. When the leaves start rustling, the pumpkins start plumping, and the scarecrows start crowing, you heed the call of fall because you eat, sleep, and drink pumpkin at Dunkin'. So take your pick of pumpkin with delicious muffins, munchkins, and donuts and pair them with a classic pumpkin spice signature latte or the ultra-smooth pumpkin cream cold brew topped with pumpkin cream cold foam. Also, you can fall harder. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website. For details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And yeah. you're naming the one guy that played for fucking five minutes here. I know. <laughs> I don't you're even give it. You're telling me I have a bullshit question. Go ahead. I'm questioning your fandom. Like, yeah, you should be. All right, flyers. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll give the list. The list question. Okay. Since 2001, there have been seven captains on the flyers. Can you name all seven? Since 2001. Um. So, Keith Prima. Correct. That's one. Uh, Mike Richards. Two. Jason Smith. Three. That was from last week. Yeah. Well, yeah, I knew he was a captain, but. Uh, right. right. Uh, Claude Giroux. That's four. You said there were seven? Seven. Uh, there's seven, huh? And technically. Two, two or three of them have been at the same time as another guy, which I don't understand how, like how that's possible. I don't think he was, but the only uh, one player coming to mind is Pronger. Yeah, he was. Was he? Okay. Yep. 
must have been short. So that's five? I think that's six. Is that five? One, two, three, four, five. You got two more. Um the both of the, you want me to give the the years? Yeah. yeah, that would help. All right. So both of these guys played 05 through 07. 05 to 07. One of them is a little tough. I'm not gonna lie. 05 to 07. No, nah, but I feel like I just don't know this. Yeah, because this um, is like your prime. Yeah, I should know this. Um the, other, the, the one is like a obvious. Really? Yeah. Hall of Fame player. Hall of Fame player? Yeah. At least I think he should be, or if he's not already. 05 to Recky? No. Gagne? He was in the 90s. Gagne? No. He didn't really he didn't really play for the Flyers very, very long. I have no I have no idea. Why am I drawing back on these two guys? You're probably gonna kick yourself in the ass for these yeah, 100%, 100% I will. Uh 05 to 07. Uh I can give you positions too. Sure. You want. Sure. We're gonna cheat here, sure. All right, hold on. So one of them is um a defenseman. Uh, oh, oh, Desjardins. Okay. No. No, he nope. No, nah, it was the late nineties. He were yeah, and he yeah, he was the late nineties. Okay. Another one is another one comes. And, I was and the other one is a center. I, I this podcast is gonna be three hours long if I keep if I keep taking it long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pissed at myself right now. Who is who is it? I I can't sit here all, all right. So the defenseman is Darian Hatcher. Okay, yeah, okay. And then the, the other guy is Peter Forsberg. Uh I didn't realize he was a captain. Yep. That's interesting. Yep. Okay. I didn't realize he was a captain here. And then right. that's that, that has to do with the lists. Now we have one more flyers. Uh-huh. Have I got so, any question wrong, right yet today? I don't think I have. No, I haven't. I mean, you're one away from the Eagles. That's true. Because we're going back to that, by the way. Okay. So um, last week on June 23rd marked the 10-year anniversary of the Ilya Brzezgalov signing for the Flyers, which was 2011. It was actually the same day as the Carter and Richards trade. Um, who were the two NHL teams Briz played for before the Flyers? Uh, Arizona was one. Phoenix was one. Yes. Um, I don't remember the team before that. Um. I'm going to say we. This was ten years ago. So I'm going to say, and I don't think it's right. Minnesota. No, incorrect. Yeah, he he he. Guess what? I'll I'll give it to you again, only because he he was with Phoenix right before the Flyers. So he was with this team before Phoenix. Yeah, no, I got that. Um, uh, okay. Well, then you get it wrong. I tried to help you. You could have lied. Yeah, yeah, for your own sake. <laughs> No, he was with, he was with Phoenix before he came. I don't I don't remember who he was with before. He Phoenix. actually had really a really good four years with Phoenix. And Phoenix, absolutely, yeah. That, yeah. That's how they gave him that big contract. He was right. Really Phoenix. They, I think they went to like a conference final. They went deep into the playoffs the year before. I believe they yeah. went like really far. Either the year before, or two years before they started. Right. Yeah. I don't remember who he played for though. Before the Phoenix. Before Phoenix, he he was I guess in Russia. Then came to the NHL. Didn't really play well here. Went back to Russia, I believe, or maybe even the minors, and then eventually either got traded or signed to Phoenix. 
So this team that before he was in okay. Phoenix was not very he just didn't didn't work out. He was only there for like two years. Edmondson? No. I, I have no idea. Do I get any other hints? No. No, you got it wrong. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Uh Anaheim. Okay. Yeah, sure. So they, they actually got rid of him for who was the goalie in Phoenix? I mean in Anaheim, whoever the goalie was at that time. And they went on to win the cup or whatever, Anaheim. Uh, was that Jaguar or was he, it might have been? Was he right before that? Right around that time, yeah. All right, but, go back. Is, is that that the last question? Yep. All right, so I'm 0 for four. So far, yeah. All right. Back to so you. you got you got Lane Johnson, who's 2013. You yeah. got Carson Wentz, 2016. You got Devontae Smith, 2021, and you got Jalen Rager, 2020. Yeah, I, I'm gonna stay away from the Smith name. Okay. Um, so you said there's still, there's still players on the roster. Yeah. You, you're, so you're missing 2010, 2011, 2012, 2014, 15, 17, 2018. They didn't have a guy. They didn't draft in the first round. And then you're missing 2019. Right. I know that doesn't help you one bit. No. But... <laughs> All right. So I, I'm trying to just think offensive line. I don't think like Kelsey was like a six round pick fucking 15 years ago. It seems like it was 2010. Yeah. Yeah. So for 11. Rather. Right. Um, so it wasn't him. I don't think there's anybody on the offensive line. They were kind of late, late picks. There are one, two. Well, you got one of them, Lane Johnson. So I'm going to add him in there. So that's one, two, three guys on the offensive line. Really? Yeah, yeah in the first round. Goddard was a second round pick. Correct. All right, defense. There are one, two, three, four, four guys on defense. Okay. Oh, I got it. I got it. Derek Barnett. Okay. Yep. 2017. So in 2010, you're missing Brandon Graham. 2011, Danny Watkins. 2012, Fletcher Cox. Okay. Oh, Fletcher Cox. How do I not get Cox? Okay. 2013, you got 2014, Marcus Smith. Marcus. I, I should get credit for that. No, you don't. 2015, Mark. Nelson Aguilar. 2016, uh, you got. 17, you got. No, nothing for 18. Yeah. 2019, Andre Dillard. And then you got 2020 uh, and 2021. Dillard. Okay, so that was the first rounder on the offensive line. Forgot about Dillard. Him and Danny Watkins. Yeah. And Lane Johnson. Danny Watkins. I, I mean, I probably would have never thought of Danny Watkins. <laughs> he was fucking terrible. Um, yeah, he's putting out fire, so. It's still? So uh, maybe. Maybe he got caught on fire. I don't know. All right. Well, this uh, listen. I'm one. For, I'm one for five today. This was this was like a, a four hour long, you know, trivia. Trivia. So let's move on to the the Sixers now. Hopefully, we still got everybody listening. Yeah, people probably clicked off or they skipped. <laughs> it's fine. Um. So yeah, so Sixers. Um, a lot of stuff going on with the the Ben Simmons and. What the the Sixers should or shouldn't do, and a, a lot of trade rumors basically is is like, do you think that they really legitimately should trade Ben Simmons? Uh, only if they get good value for him. I'm not trading him just to trade him. The, the two guys that feel like are kind of out there is either Bradley Beal or Dame Lillard. You're not getting Beal. You're not getting Beal simply all, simply for the fact that they're not trading him. Not be not because it's Ben Simmons, but I don't think Washington tr- lets him go yet. Okay, and he's we still think- under contract, and it's he and he legitimately wants to make it work there. So right. I don't think he gets traded. If if he gets traded, it's not till next year. Okay, but you think Lillard? Thing- you think Lillard's a possibility? Yes. 
I do. So there's there's a couple more names. There's Luca, um, who I think is in the same boat as Beal, where you're not going to get him for a couple for a while. He's you know I don't I don't think so. There are reports that came out last week that he may not want to stay in, in Dallas. Um, so like people in the in the organization are fearing that. So it's not to that point where I want out yet. It's just right. getting to that point. So I don't think I don't think Luca. I don't think Beal are available yet. Okay. But Dame on the other, Damian Lillard on the other hand, I think is very well. I wouldn't say very available. I think he wants to be very available, but I don't know if he is right. as available as what's being said. Now the players run the league, essentially, especially right. in the NBA. So if he really wants out, then they'll they'll give it to him. Okay. What do you think? I mean, they'll probably have to add more to Ben Simmons, right? Like, are we are they giving up a maxi or something like that? Well. Well, that's that's the question that we've been asking for the last week or two. Um, right. I I mean, from everything that I'm seeing, especially like today and yesterday, the last couple of days, is that it's probably going to have to be a three team deal. Um, okay. And you're we're report there are reports coming out today that or on Monday, which is today, um, the day we're recording, is that da- um, Minnesota is really like once Ben Simmons bad, and there's nobody on Minnesota that I'm willing to trade for. Ben, so the idea I had before before it went out on Twitter today, I, I texted somebody today. I have the proof this morning. <laughs> I proposed the trade first before it got all out on Twitter. Um, if you send Ben to Minnesota, you send D'Angelo Russell, who's in Minnesota, to Portland. You send Maxi to Portland or Thibel or both, and then you get Lillard. That way the money works out all, all the way around. Right. And Portland gets a young guy who they could try to build around. Minnesota gets their guy, Ben Simmons, who they can build around. And then we get Lillard. So I think that that's, that's a possibility. I mean, what do you think? What, uh, again, I don't watch the whole NBA. What do you think? What do you think Lillard brings to this team? Does he make them a legit contender? Yeah, he's dude. He's got like, so really the, the way the NBA works is that they, they kind of, they kind of throw out these like 20 or 25 guys where they say these are our best players, but really there's like 10 or 15 that really deserve to be in that um, like star category who really are stars. And he's in that top 10 to 15. He's got balls. He takes the last shot, whether he hits it or not, he's going to wake up the next day and say, I know that was the right shot, even though I missed it. And I'm going to take it again tonight. And that's right. what you want. You want that kind of guy here. Jimmy Butler was like that kind of guy. He still is that kind of guy. And it kind of, you know, we, we, we're kind of missing it. And absolutely the way, the way that, that they really need to build this team is, you know, you need to give perimeter, a perimeter, a very good perimeter guy, a great perimeter guy, perimeter guy for Embiid. Like that's the way you win. You, a big man and a perimeter guy, right. Kobe and Shaq, you know, Duncan and Ginobili, like, you know, that's just kind of Wade and Shaq. Like that's just kind of how the NBA is built. So I think, I think Lillard is definitely a possibility. Okay. And, and he brings, balls he brings grit he brings greatness he's a great shooter he's a he's just an all-around great player do now whether they should or shouldn't is probably a different argument than the question about the ass do you think they will trade ben simmons because you because uh, doc came out i think right after the loss or a couple of days after saying that he he believes ben simmons is fixable so are they going to try to fix him and run it back another year or do you legitimately think they're going to trade him I think they're going to trade him. I think I think they're going to get a good enough offer only because look, we've been saying it for the last five years or four years or three years, whatever it is that 
he's fixable and he's he can he has he can shoot he'll be a shooter this year and this that and the other and we just don't see it ever right. yeah like you're just gonna keep feeding it to us so i think that if they get they're gonna get the right deal i i think um and they're not gonna pass it up even though they're telling you they will they they're not going to yeah if it makes them better they're gonna do it yeah i don't disagree and and maury is a very aggressive guy right correct if, if he if he sees something out there that makes the team better he's gonna do it yeah i completely agree and I am all for I'm, I'm on the, the bandwagon on Twitter. That's, you know, anything but Embiid. And I love Maxi and I love Thibel, but if, if you have a chance to bring in a guy like Dame, I mean, you do it, you do it, you do it in a heartbeat. Right. And even though, even though he's 30, um, you know, he's, he's, he's a great player and he's got, he's got a lot left in him. Yeah, absolutely. I actually, I actually saw something today that was like, I forget how many feet it was. It was like, 30 or 40 feet from the basket he shoots 24 percent, which is horrible but great for that distance it's like the steph curry distance or whatever so like that that's pretty cool to see something like that just some, some little interesting yeah that is interesting tidbit <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure there's, there's gonna be a lot of rumors and stuff that happen to come out because i mean the offseason hasn't even started yet I mean, right know, we're still seeing all this so yeah, anything else Sixers-wise? I mean, things are kind of quiet after the, you know, after the loss. Uh, is Atlanta up in the series? I think they are, right? Or did they – no, they lost the other night. Right? They lost last night. Yeah, they're down 2-1. Oh, down 2-1, to one, right? And Trey Young may not be playing. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. He's got a bruise. He's got a bruise on his foot. He's going to – he's possibly going to miss a game. I don't think he's going to miss it, but – Yeah, it's just – I think I think it's a smoke screen, but that's just me. How's that a smoke screen? You have a, a bruise. No, no, no. I'm saying for Milwaukee. Milwaukee I think should, I you, think they're Milwaukee think should they're, say you have a bruise. We know you're not. We we know you're playing. This isn't. That's not. That's what well, kind of screen is that? Well, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just basketball is a wild sport, and I'll and, you yeah. Know, I, I'll I, shit on I, it till I, the day I die. What's that? <laughs> I said I'll shit on it till the day I die. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, what what really really quick before we end this? Uh, what do you have you seen that thing with like Ben Simmons in the, in the Olympics and? Uh, I have yes. What do you think uh, about that? How he's not. First he said he was gonna play, then he didn't then then he said he wasn't sure, and now he's officially ruled out for the playoffs in, in well, Tokyo. I, I think, did he say a reason? Was it because of him like just mentally or or he's working on stuff or yeah, he said his his response was that he was working on um developing himself for next year. I'll be honest, and I and um, this might not be a popular opinion. I think he's so mentally fragile right now yeah i don't even want him working on the game right now I well i like maybe that's unpopular dude d- d- relax and just just get your head right before you start again i agree with half of that i think he's not playing because he's terrified yeah but i don't think he should stop working because because um there was there was a quote that came out earlier this week or last week or whatever that said kobe kobe basically came out and you know, in the past and said, this guy can be great. He's just got to put, he's got to lock himself in the gym 10 hours a day and really work. And Ben Simmons doesn't do that. Apparently. I don't know if you saw the Stephen A. Smith stuff that came out too. Is, is that true? I mean, cause we always see him shooting balls in the, in an empty gym and, and he always looks good doing it. He always hits his shots. It's just, as soon as the place gets full and there's people and there's a defender, well, things start to just look bad. You don't know. I mean, that's that's the thing is you don't know. You don't know how much he he could he could shoot ten shots and you record all ten and maybe he hits five of them and you post the, the nice ones. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't know. Like right. that's the problem sure. is is that you don't know. So right. 
you know, it's it's a little alarming that a guy like Stephen A. Smith comes out and says, like, you know, people in Philadelphia because he's worked here for years. Oh, yeah. He's very people. Into the Philadelphia yeah. Market. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's it's a little scary for him. Somebody like him to say, you know, I have reports from people in Philly that say that he does. He's babied. He only surrounds himself with his family, which to a certain degree isn't always great. And he just doesn't work hard. And he's, right. you know. So I, you know, it, it's kind of scary. Kendall Jenner. That's what it boils down to. Yeah, pro- I mean, probably. I'll blame I mean, him, but you know, eh, she's okay. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, I I think the best thing possible for him is playing for Australia. I really do. I I think look, go out there and shoot thirty jumpers. You know, you're not gonna win, so it doesn't right. really matter. Go out there. The best way you get better is against competition. You're not going to get better if you're sitting in a gym alone shooting. Sure. It's just not possible. Right. He could be the greatest shooter of all time in an empty gym, but it's not going to matter if you can't shoot with 40,000 people around or 30, 20,000 people around. You know what I mean? Right. So I think the best possible thing for him was to play in co- or play competition to get better, to, to get comfortable. But I just think he's too mentally weak right now to, to even think about that. Yeah, I agree. But I, I am excited for the Olympics, so yeah, yeah in like general. basketball in the Olympics doesn't do anything for. Well, them. No, no, I mean I just mean the Olympics oh, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah that they start probably what the next two, three, two, twenty third, July twenty yeah. third. Yeah, so a little under a month. Yeah, like, three ba- weeks. Basketball is hard to watch in the Olympics because like it's yeah, just yeah, it's, it's just America just beating the snot out of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even close. Like, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, even... I don't. I don't. I don't usually watch a second of the of the basketball, but I love the swimming. I love the track. Um, yeah. the gymnastics, you know, yeah, I mean, great. Do, do you like the summer Olympics more or the winter Olympics? <sighs> I would say I like, he, here's the thing. I, I like the summer Olympics more for the fact that there's more sports I like on, but the winter Olympics, I like watching hockey. So yeah, for the specific game games, I like winter more, but for the all around games, I yeah. like if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Like I like specific sort of I like specific boat. games in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Sort There's more to boat. watch in the summer, but yeah, right. Yeah, more to watch in the summer, boat. but right. Yeah, the summer you have I mean you have swimming, you have I don't even it's hard for me to track, even, and, field, track yeah. and field. Yeah, you have like water polo, which is insane to watch. Yeah. Those people <laughs> volleyball. Are, yeah, beach volleyball. It's it's just the whole whole thing. So I agree. I all just right. watched I just watched the the compilation of all of Phelps uh 23 gold medals today. Oh my god, it's unbelievable. He's just the greatest Olympian of all time. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, <laughs> even this young La, what's her name? Ledecky, Katie Ledecky for yeah. the, she she's insane. Yeah, like third or fourth Olympics, and she's just tearing shit up. I mean, look at Simone Biles. Simone Biles is like you know, the, the thing is I'll watch, yeah, I'll, I'll watch gymnastics and I won't even know what the fuck's going on, but I know it's great. Right. So yeah. I, I love the cockiness too. Really quick, I I, I love the, the cockiness. Did you see her uh, leotard or whatever it's called? No. She had in beads. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. On her shoulder of a uh, of a a goat, a goat's head, <laughs> and I was like, I, ret- I retweeted it like two weeks ago, and really? they're like, oh, do you think this is cocky? And I'm like, fuck yeah, it's cocky, and it's I fucking cocky. love it. That's phenomenal. 
I mean, just having the confidence, you know? Yeah. That that surprises me from her because she seems really like humble, humble and, down and yeah, yeah, exactly. So that, that's no, I love it. I love it. Great. All right. Well, we'll get into uh, hockey a little bit here. Um, Stanley Cup finals going on now. The Lightning are up two to one after the second period. So I'm not real shocking. We'll get into the picks later, but there was a report that came out today because uh, we'll transfer this to the Flyers. Elliot Freeman came out saying he's still hearing. A lot of Philadelphia and Seth Jones, the Flyers are definitely working at it. So that's encouraging because I, I think Seth Jones would be a tremendous ad for this team. Um, I think he just brings he brings just everything they need: a physicality, smarts, toughness, toughness, yeah, just everything. I, I, just a stable two-way game. Yeah, I agree. And and the perfect part about him is he's perfect to put with Provorov. Yeah. Yeah, for it's, sure. it's it's perfect to put with Provorov and it's perfect to put in front of Carter Hart. That that top pairing defensive team. Absolutely. Now, will Seth Jones fix all the problems on this team? No, he won't. Because <laughs> <laughs> there, there are a lot of issues with this. Right. Team. They still need a goal scorer. They still need the power play fixed. And they still need good a lot of things. It's still good, a good goaltender. And not maybe they need, they need good goaltender play, I should say, because I think Carter Hart is a good goalie. Right. But he was he was terrible last year. He was awful. And and I think they also need to bring it. Well, actually, let me ask you this. What do you think they're going to do with a backup goalie? Because I think that's a big part of this, too. Is is bringing in the right guy to to go behind him because I think Elliot's a free agent or yeah he is I haven't heard much in terms of like if they're planning on resigning him because I mean, he's he's older and he's had some injury histories in the past but when he plays he's he's a good backup he really is I agree so I, I the the thing they're gonna have to figure out is and I haven't even done a deep dive on the free agents available but like they're gonna have to figure out is a free agent goal backup goalie that much better than Brian Elliott or would I just bring Brian Elliott back? He already has a relationship with Hart. Right. That's what I was going to say. Familiarity there. So they'll just have to figure out what the better option is. Um, so I, I know we've seen Carter Hart and Brian Elliott together for what? Three years, two and a half, three years. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Yep. So, cause Carter Hart came up about halfway through that the, the 19 season or whatever yep. it was. Yeah. As soon, so, as, as soon as Hextall got fired. Right. So, You've seen one really good year with them together, one really bad year together with them. So it's like, we're like, do we keep it? Do we not keep it? Would like, right. I, you know, that's 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 the battle. I yeah, think. it is. But and I think and I think Elliot's a really good guy. I think and I think they yes, have a great absolutely. relationship. But, do. but do do you see do you, do you see it being more like the better season or the worst season if if they bring him back? I it, it all depends on heart, honestly, because like if you're resigning because this was kind of the issue last year. Like if you have Brian Elliott, you're not expecting him to split even half the games. Right. Like you're, you're expecting Carter Hart to take, I don't know, 55, 60 games. And right. And you're expecting Elliott to take the, the, the second of back-to-back. Nights. Right. Yeah. To, to give Hart a night off every once in a while, you know, but that just didn't work out because Hart was so bad last year. So you just right. had to play, you just had to play Elliott more. So the, the, the question of if it can work just really just stems on Carter Hart's play. I mean, it's not fair because he's still only 21, 22. Right. That's just kind of what it boils down to. But uh, I, and right. then there's still issues in front of the, in front of them, too, because the defense has been awful. So it's not I, I don't even think it's solely on just Carter Hart's play. Granted, right. It didn't look good. He, he was terrible, like I said, but it's just there's more to it. Well, actually, now that you brought that up, that kind of brings up the whole Seth Jones thing again. It's like so if you bring him in, you know, obviously that helps Hart, like we said. 
so just like you asked me about uh, Ben Simmons and what what do I think we can get for him or what what do you what do you think the I know we talked about it before but you know you know how rumors go over the 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 couple days and weeks um what do you see the Flyers giving up I know we said before possibilities but like I said just said you know things change so what do, what do you think uh I think when you asked me that a couple weeks ago I think I said uh Joel Farabee I, I don't think that's the case anymore less or more uh, I think it's less okay um, I think they're really eager to move him. Um, I think the fact that he keeps saying and is key is like really adamant about not signing an extension with even the new team that he tra- gets traded to. I think that right. I think that lowers his value a little bit. I put the th- I don't know what I I, don't, I genuinely don't know. Um, uh, may- maybe Travis connect me. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So okay, let me ask you this again, like we did. A couple yeah. weeks ago, now that things have changed a little bit, what would you give up? Uh, I would give up. I mean, I mean, like, I don't know if that's a fair question because <laughs> you would give up it, anything. <laughs> not, not, not anything, but like, no, I, I, I could say, I could say, yeah, I'll, I'll give up a Nolan Patrick, but like, I don't think Nolan Patrick, has right? Well, values, uh, logist- like, well, logistically, like, yeah, what do you uh, think? Um, I would give up. I would give up Connect Me. I would give up Connect Me and maybe like a, a first round pick, something like that. Would you give up Konechny if they said, okay, maybe they wouldn't say this, but would you give up York too? With Konechny? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't think it would take that though. Okay. I really don't. Um, I But it might take like a, a Philippe Myers. Maybe, maybe Konechny Myers, something like that. Would you do Konechny Myers in a first? Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, Seth Jones is getting a lot of rap and I'm seeing a lot of like, uh, on Twitter, Seth Jones versus Dougie Hamilton, and how all the analytic dorks want you know uh, don't don't even want to touch you know uh, Seth Jones. They just they just want Dougie Hamilton. I saw one article saying uh, Seth Jones is basically Andrew McDonald when it comes to defense, which oh is God. one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. And I will give you one guess to guess what media outlet put that out. Broad Street. Broad Street Hockey, 100%. Yeah. Tell me you don't watch hockey without telling me you don't watch hockey is basically yeah. what that, that article is. He's not even close to Andrew McDonald. Um, <laughs> just by watching the game, you could tell you, you could know that. Um, but I have my own wishes with Broad Street Hockey. They, I think they know nothing. But, um, and now I'm go- I went on a little tangent there. So where was I at? Seth Jones. Okay, yeah. So no, he just he just brings just what what this team needs again, like physicality. But yeah, I'm seeing a lot between him and him and Dougie, and I would I I, I would prefer Jones personally. I would. Uh, two three weeks ago, I would have said I would have said Hamilton, but now I'm on the Seth Jones. I and again, this might be an unpopular opinion. I, I don't think Dougie Hamilton would work here. I I don't I don't know how much he works anywhere. I mean, he's been. A couple different places so far. To, I mean, he's been to three. Is he a locker? Is he a locker room guy? Like, I don't know if it's a locker room guy, but so I get we could break it down. So he started his career in Boston, and a young kid came up really young for defenseman. I think he came up like nineteen. Um, was he a first round pick or he was? I believe I think he was a late first round pick. Okay, I'll look um, it up. You, you I, I believe on. he was, but he so he started his career in Boston, lasted a couple of years, and for whatever reason, it didn't work out. They shipped him over to Calgary. Now Calgary. Well, I, I I read something that they just kind of didn't have room for him anymore in Boston. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess that's true. But like he, I, I guess he was also not living up to the hype. Like there was hype that he was going to be this next stud, right? Um, and he was just kind of 
he was he wasn't average, but he was a slightly above it. He didn't live up to the great defenseman status that like right the 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 hype was. So then they so speak, he was he was ninth overall. Was he that high? Yeah, 2011. So then he gets traded to Calgary. And Calgary, while it is not a market like uh, Toronto or Montreal or Boston <laughs> or, or a Boston, it's still Canada. Right. So it's, it's you're still going to get eyes and it's still a lot of media attention and stuff like that. Then he goes to Carolina, which Carolina is not a hockey town, as you could imagine. Right. It's very low key. Um, and that's where he had his most success, and that's where he was able to stick. Right. I, I'm afraid if he comes to a big city like Philadelphia, I don't think he can handle it. I, I, I don't. I don't think he's made for it mentally. Okay, so um, he, so it being in Calgary, that's not a big market for Canada. Still Canada, really in general. General, still Canada. Calgary. No, 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 I understand. Yeah, no, I get that. But but like you said, compared to Toronto and 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 even sure, Edmonton, part of those level. Yeah. Right. So, how was he in Calgary? Uh, about what he was in Boston, maybe even worse, honestly. Really? Okay, so so it, it didn't work out in Calgary. Okay, so my, I guess my question is why? Where, where's the correlation between big city and now? If you can't do it in a big city or a small city, I mean, well, he's only really done it in one small city versus a, a small city and a big city. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, the Calgary again is is small in terms of um Toronto or Montreal. But it's still, it's still big in the sense of it's Canada, right? So, it, so it's still gonna, it's still bigger than obviously Carolina. It's probably bigger than most American cities in terms. And I of, think in terms of hockey love, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, and I think Calgary's the only major city in that Providence or that has the, uh, an NHL team. And I know that Canada has like, you know, uh, juniors uh, they, and, and a bunch of other things, but that they don't, they don't just follow the NHL. Well, but, Edmonton's in the same province too. Oh, is it? I thought, I thought. They're both in Alberta. No, they're both uh, okay. In- yeah. Okay. See, I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm not like. A the only reason. The geography. only reason I know this is because I follow hockey. That's the only reason why I know the provinces of Canada. <laughs> I I think I could probably name all ten. Was it ten? Uh, is it ten? I don't even know. Sure, but anyway, this is good. This could be my trivia to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, go for the go for the provinces. Well, so it's Nova Scotia, yeah. um, New Brunswick, uh, Quebec. Uh huh. Um, is there ten? I don't. Is there ten or nine? I don't. There might be nine. Hold on. Hey, keep so, okay. So so uh, Sasqu- I can't even say that fucking word. Saskatchewan, whatever. <laughs> Saskatchewan. Yeah, Saskatchewan. Yeah. Um. Uh, Ottawa. No. Alberta. Ontario. British Columbia. That's seven. Uh, how many are there? Uh, I'm looking it up now. Provinces. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. Okay, so I got New Brunswick and Labrador, whatever the fuck it's called. Labrador. Nova Scotia. That's one. What? So, all right, so you got Ontario, Quebec, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, British Columbia, Saskatchewan, Alberta. So you got seven of the ten. What's the one with Labrador? Something Labrador. Oh right. yeah, New it's the wrong yeah. uh, Newfoundland and Brat Labrador, right? Yeah. So that's that's nine. That's that's eight. Eight. And there's ten, right? Yeah, you need two more. Fuck. The one I'm surprised you didn't get. It's I don't know if you want me to tell you what the big city is in it, but it's Winnipeg's in yeah. Winnipeg. 
I thought that was such a actual one. One. No, it is not. I don't know. What are the last two? Uh, Winnipeg is in Manitoba. Manitoba, you fucking assholes. And then the other one is Prince Edward Island. Yeah, I would have never got that one. Yeah. But Manitoba, you probably should have got. Yeah, I probably should have. All right. I thought, it was, yeah, I, th- I for, for sure thought it was in Sisterhood. Yeah. So um, I don't remember how we got to Canada, but I just don't, I just don't think that Dougie Hamilton, I like, I, I, not that I don't think, I think it's a concern for me that he, he wouldn't last in a city like this. Um, and, and I think after they lost to, uh, Tampa uh, in the was it last round? No, I think it was in the first round they lost to Tampa. He came out with an excuse, and which he would get crucified in the media for you know here. He basically said, I don't know if you're how familiar with the the cap situation, the salary cap situation with Tampa. They're like way way over right? way over the cap. Yeah, they, Nikita Kucherov who didn't play a single game this season, uh, got surgery. You're allowed to put a player on long term injured reserve. Cap goes away, um, and then in the playoffs. There is no cap. You could go over as many as you know as large as you want. So they were going to have cap issues. They put Kucherov, their best player, on long-term injury reserve, and cap didn't count. Came back for the playoffs. He was still dominant. He's like one of the favorites to win the Consmite. Um, so after the after uh, Carolina lost to Tampa in the first round, he uh, Dougie Hamilton basically came out and said, "What do you expect? We, you know, we, we played a team that we lost to a team that was ten, eighteen million dollars over the cap." Yeah, but and and which which I'm fine with that they're over the cap only because weren't didn't they say like 2014 or 15 when they played Chicago that like it was the year after they lost to Chicago in, in the cup um, they tried to make that a rule didn't they that's I read that somewhere recently that they tried to they were the only team that voted for it to um, for the LTIR to go away or something yeah or something like that like where you I can't hear that. the cap you can't uh, go over the cap in the playoffs or something no, really i didn't hear that yeah so the, the year after they lost the cup because the patrick i think patrick king was out for a while and then he came back in the playoffs and tore it up okay. um they the, the year after or that summer they came out and tried to implement the rule and get teams to vote on they were the only team to vote on it really that's what i, I read i don't know how true that. that is but that's 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 what i read a couple of days ago okay yeah but so, but still i mean he, he made that excuse um and I personally didn't. T- if if my player, you know, team that I, you know, a player on the flyer said that, I would I would get really pissed off about it. Right. No, like, you're, you're there to you're there to win. I don't care what the like. Don't make excuses. Just do your job. So I think if he would to say something like that in in Philly, I think he'd get crucified for it. Yeah, I agree. It's the same thing as going like to the bubble. Like, oh well, you know, we're in the bubble, so we're playing bad. Well, so is every other team. So every other team has to play. Tampa Bay, Brian, Bay too, you know? Brian Elliott, Claude Drew, they all miss their kids. Right. Like, nobody does. Right. Like, right. Right. That 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 was somebody hit me, not to get too off topic, but somebody hit me with the oh Claude Drew as a one-year-old. And I hit them back with, Well, what do you think Drew or uh, Drew misses his one-year-old more than Elliot misses his five-year-old? Like right. You know, everybody misses their kids, but you know, there's right. there's guys who won the cup in the bubble that miss their kids too. But you know, every, but it's yeah. everybody in the same boat that plays Tampa Bay in, in the playoffs too, you know. It's not just it's not just Dougie Hamilton. So I, I see what you're saying. I'd definitely rather have Jones. Yeah, I agree. But two like I said, two, three weeks ago, I was on the Hamilton. I was on the okay with Jones, but I would rather have Hamilton. But now I'm officially on the Seth Jones. Seth um, Jones bandwagon, huh? Yeah. Yep. I'm on that ship. All right. Well, you got anything else? We stand right? him. We stand Seth Jones. Yeah, we stand only him. if he's a flyer, though. That's it. Um, but before we get out of here, I kind of wanted to talk about this uh, this uh, Tampa Montreal series. We can just give quick predictions. We don't have to go too in depth right now. 
Start of the third period, Tampa's up two to one. Who do you like in this series? I'm going to go Tampa. I yeah, think it I, goes Tampa in six. Yeah, I, I agree with Tampa. Well, well the, Corgi, the Corgi said Montreal in six. The what? Oh, the Corgi. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that with the trash cans Yeah, on, on TikTok. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be a tougher series than people probably think. Um, because Montreal is just the one, they're a team that's playing with house money. Um, at least maybe they don't feel that way because they're professional athletes, but like nobody expecting them to, to be here. Yeah. There's nobody. I mean, they, they were, this, I, if they played, I know the divisions and everything got switched up because of the COVID realignment and everything. If they had a regular season, they were going to miss the playoffs. Right. Um, they were the last team to get in. Um, and so nobody expected them to be here. They're down three to one to Toronto. Like people were counting them out then. So at this point, they're just playing with house money. They're playing great. Carrie Price is, you know, playing at Carrie Price level. Right. Um. So I think it's going to be a tough series for Toronto or for for Tampa. But then they they just have so much firepower. They have everything. Yeah. Uh, I, it's it's probably you know Vasilevsky versus Price is just yeah absolutely it's great hockey. Yeah. And I mean, as young as Vasilevsky is, he's already making a case for like. A yeah. Hall of Fame resume, right? You he's know? probably the best goalie in the league. Yeah, right now he probably is. Yeah, right. against the former best goalie, but right now Price is right. playing out of his mind. Like, there's an argument that Carey Price could win the Smythe this year, even even if Montreal loses the series. That's how that's how good he's been. Right. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yep. Uh, anything uh, before we get out of here? Uh, I don't think so. All right. Before we before we get out of here, I do want to mention that I don't know if you saw the news of uh, David Pasternak. Yes. Yeah, David Pasternak, uh, newborn, uh, passed away, I think, six days old, five days old. It's fucking brutal. Um, Did they ever well, come out with what happened? or No, no. They just said, kind of, they just kind of real vague, you know, we want our privacy and everything, just letting everybody know that this happened. Um, so, I mean, it sucks for, for him and his family. It's brutal. Um, so, yeah, we're, you know, we're thinking of the Pasternak's. Yeah, absolutely. I I know he's probably he's never gonna listen to this, but no, from the from the fired up family, you know, absolutely. Um, our our condolences. Absolutely. So sorry to end on a sad note there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could it's either that or the Phillies. So that's true. Either either way, we're gonna either be way. pretty sad. Or the Sixers, yeah. or the Eagles, or the Flyers, because they all fucking suck. Exactly. So right, we'll get out of here. Uh, that's it for this week for Fired Up. Uh, like us and you know subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. Follow. You know, retweet. Tell everyone. Tell everybody. You know, leave like a review. Leave a review week. on Apple Podcasts. You know, do it all. Just try to get the yep. to get the word out there. So, your all mom, right. your dad, your your uncle, your cousin, your everybody, your neighbor. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. The guy you go to the, the guy you meet at Lowe's that helps you fucking pick out a wrench. Exactly. Tell yeah. everyone. Tell everybody. That's it. So, all right. We will see you guys next week.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.